0: Welcome, 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 everybody. Football Scoop Podcast. We're back, baby. It's Tuesday. We're here to talk about Georgia Southern. Chad Lunsford unceremoniously was let go uh, this weekend after their loss. We had a lot to talk about in this one, guys. Um, new athletic director came in in 2020, came from the SEC. Whenever that happens at a at a group of five type program, fairly decent shot. You know they hired a, a SEC guy for a reason, and that reason was they're going to want to take the program bigger. I believe that's exactly what happened here. Um, Chad Lunsford is is a guy I've known for a decade plus. He's a a really genuine, great guy. Loves Georgia Southern. Loves Statesboro. Uh, he loves the program, Gives gave everything he had. You know, I don't know. I guess I was not surprised when he was named the interim after Tyson Summers uh, just fight out didn't work out at all. I wasn't surprised that Chad was the interim. You know, he's a he's a you know, when you name an interim, typically you want a guy who loves the program, who can keep the players playing. Uh, who can keep the focus on the mission while the athletic director searches for the next guy. Uh, I would say I was a little surprised that they chose to make, it, he did a great job as the interim. I was still a little surprised they said, right, Luns, you're a guy going forward. Uh, clearly, he endeared himself to uh, university leadership, to the players. The players love the guy. He's a great guy. You know, I saw the video a week before he got fired where he said, look, you know, we're, we're giving our best. We're, we're raising great men. Uh, we have a, a football team, the university can be proud of. And it didn't translate into wins early in the year. We had a really tough schedule and some some injuries that I think people don't even understand how how challenging those were. And he said, look, God's called me to be a leader of men. I believe he called me to it as a football coach to change lives. You know, I can change 100 lives in this position and even further from those admiring the program he gave everything he had I think he's a a future head coach in somewhere else Uh, I think that's kind of what the guy's called to do I think that's what he believes he's called to do and I hope he gets that opportunity again but here we are where does Georgia Southern go from here guys
1: I I think Georgia Southern has to decide what its identity is going to be moving forward from here and I would uh, certainly echo your sentiments on Chad Lunsford, he and I have only met a couple of times at some coaches' conventions. We have a bunch of mutual friends. I've had incredibly close friends who have worked directly for him. And the refrain is, John, he's a great man. Not a good man, a great man. And people really have enjoyed working for him. And and he had found a way to balance the incredible demands of being an FBS head football coach Um, with a balance of life and perspective, and that's not always easy, and it's getting harder and harder, I think, as we see seismic changes across the sport. Um, So it's, it's difficult to see, but Georgia Southern has to decide, is it going to continue clinging to its championship past and its almost de facto status as an additional military academy because of the triple option offense that it runs, or is this a Clean break from that for whatever reason right now, which Georgia Southern, with Binko having an SEC background, decides to say we're looking at modern football and we're looking at everybody, not just the triple option tree. Zach?
2: Yeah, I mean, looking at Binko's background as an SEC guy, as a fundraiser, everything about that screams clean break to me. From from my perspective, Binko looks at this job as I'm going to go to Georgia Southern, raise a bunch of money, turn this program around, and then I'm going to be on the doorstep of running my own SEC operation. Uh, but as you mentioned, I mean, Irk Russell cast a shadow over that program that, that's going to stay for a long, long time. And they tried to break from the triple before, and it did not go well. So uh, if, if you do break from the triple, you better darn get this hire right. So Georgia Southern, you know,
0: moves up to FBS. And Zach, you, you touched on something there. You said Banco, you know, fundraiser. The reality is they currently don't have the budget. I mean, they've been doing things on a bit of a shoestring. Um if you look, for example, like their recruiting budget at Georgia Southern compared to App State, right? App, App doesn't have a lot of money either. At price spends three times, four times what Georgia Southern spends in recruiting. Um, they got they they need to raise money if they want to go with with a, a bigger name. If they, they need to invest in the program, they're currently not. Uh, I don't just being blunt. They're not investing significantly. Uh, they don't have the budget they need to go big. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe Banco is a great uh, fundraiser. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, the locals time will tell. We'll see. But so are you guys thinking this is a big name, an older established name, or is this something different?
1: Where are they going? I mean, that's, I I think that's the question that dictates not only this coaching search, but what we see Georgia Southern try to do as a program for the next several years. Because um, if we think they're sticking to the Triple option, then you look at Bohannon at Kennesaw State, or you look at uh, maybe Army because of all the natural ties already therein, or do they again go uh, to a completely different format? And as a coach texted me last night, there's a lot of great talent in that region. If Georgia Southern decides they're okay with the forward pass, they'll get a lot of interesting <laughs> candidates. And um, that was a coach sending that to me unsolicited. There was a college coach in uh, Georgia that I heard from yesterday. There's definite interest in that job, and there's definitely people who see potential. But again, what does Georgia Southern, and, and specifically what does the athletics director Binko see as the future for Georgia Southern?
2: Yeah, again, I, I look at this, and and I judging by Binko's background, and maybe maybe I'm being uh, putting too fine a microscope on this, but I'm seeing. Guy with SEC ties with um the maybe SEC coordinator, but given the money disparity, what those guys are making right now, uh, it may not make sense to go be a a Sun Belt head coach if you're if you're an SEC coordinator. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, there there's no shortage of, of good candidates out there. I just just to me this this seems clean break based on what we know about Binko and the the stamp that he wants to put on this program. Uh, you mentioned Bohannon, and that
0: was the first guy that came to mind as soon as this opened. Uh, Kennesaw is actually a, a really large school, you know, right outside Atlanta. Uh, Brian's a very good football coach. He's a leader. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy that comes to mind that fit, that checks a lot of boxes. <laughs> Wouldn't be easy, but you know, most football coaches say, "Hey, I'm up for the challenge." You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. Yeah, I mean, fo- football coaches
1: are competitors. That's why they're coaching, um, almost without fail. They're competitors who also want to want to shape and help young people, I think, especially at the high school and collegiate levels. Um, and Zach, you make a great point, and it's a conversation I had with a, a media person who's been around the Georgia Southern program for a long time this week, and uh, he was asking me about a couple of SEC offensive coordinators, and I just sort of said, um, bro, I think Lunsford was making around $700,000. Um, mm-hmm. how many SEC coordinators are already north of a million as coordinators without having to sit in the top chair with being um either extremely popular and always talked about for head coaching jobs and having all of the uh, kind of leverage uh, in their pocket. So I think you can get some really high-quality, interested candidates because Georgia Southern – at the FCS level, won, I think, six national championships, and it's been a consistent bowl team at the FBS level. But I still think Scott makes great points about the finances. What's it going to be? And even if they jump all the way from the 700,000 Lunsford was getting two to three years removed from a 10-win season, how far north are they going? And, and again, um, you're talking about Jim Cheney at Tennessee was uh, several years ago Making north of a million um, with, with really terrible results. You're talking about um, guys all over the SEC now. A million dollar salary to coordinate on either side of the ball in the SEC is no longer the exception; it's absolutely the norm.
2: Yeah, I just looked it up. Lunsford um, made six eighty last year, and for a bit of perspective, Jake Spavital at Texas State made eight hundred thousand. So yeah. they're uh i i'd say probably in the middle of the sunbelt so the the question is how much can can binko how much can he raise to up that and make it potentially more attractive but i i still think this is a good job for the right person i mean this is a this is a brand a history of success you have a passionate fan base which you don't always have at the Sun Belt level so i i i think this is a good job for the right person
1: yeah and you can recruit all over Georgia, which is one of the top three to four talent rich States in the country. You you've got easy access into the Florida panhandle, especially uh, Florida's Eastern coast. You can go up and down the Carolinas. Um, I think there are a lot of things that make this an appealing job and it definitely has some built-in advantages because of that recruiting footprint that a lot of its uh, league competitors do not have. But again, um, it's not just about augmenting the head coach's salary and, and moving on. Then you've got to look very hard at your assistant coach's pool as well. And I think, again, that's that's incredibly substantial. So you've got the cost to have dismissed Lunsford. You need to – I mean, minimum, you have to think they're not going to get somebody in there on a multi-year deal without averaging probably 800000 or more. So you start talking about $800,000 4 or five years – is 3.2 to $4 million and then a significant staff salary pool increase on top of that. There, there's a lot of dollars to look at here. And again, I think at the end of the day it boils down to what does Georgia Southern see for
0: itself? What is Binko's vision for Georgia Southern? So Tyson Summers Yeah just didn't work out. I think he won five games in two seasons. Uh, Lumber takes over as the interim. Won a couple of games that year's the interim. I think in this next three seasons, I think they won like 25 games. Uh, <laughs> pretty competitive bowl games. Um, didn't work out this year. They make a change. You know, last year was COVID, whatever. I got a bit of a kick out of Pete news. They're making a change. I know. I'm sure Pete Thamel wrote it. It almost like the athletic director wrote it. Would be animal rights. Is Georgia Southern officials made the move in a quest to help the Eagles gain a clearer identity? I think everybody knows who Georgia Southern is. Georgia Southern is hoping to find a coach who can rekindle its rich history and exploit its fertile recruiting area. As the school has raised significant money in the past year and is ready to continue a strong financial commitment to football. Hopefully, they're gonna. Do more than continue what they've been given loans because they need to step up in a big way.
1: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully that's but, not
0: true. Hopefully it all comes to fruition and hires someone wonderful.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, again, it, it's not without its attractive merits, but um, it's also not without question marks. And um, firing a guy after um, a couple of years removed from, from a 10 win season, firing a guy who had won 28 games for you. Um, and yeah, that you can reference the the video or whatever, and the school buses are part of the tradition there. As as college coach pointed out to me, that dates back to Irk Russell. I get all that. That was an unfortunate scene, but you're looking. You already had the microscope out. If if that was if that was where you are.
2: All right. Yeah. The AD the, ahead, the ad. the ad. He was asked. He was asked straight up. Did that video and that the the beer chugging play a part and he was like everything up until we made the decision was evaluated. So yes, that, that obviously he, he was already well down that path, but that, that only, that was a gust of wind that pushed him towards his, his final decision. I saw that video
0: the day after, right? Not when it happened, but the day after my initial reaction was legend status. I mean, that's incredible. That is college personified. That is from Southern. I realize as the head football coach, not the athletic director, but the head football coach probably needs to take action. Personally, I felt like he's a sit a half, maybe a game. Yeah, we'll talking to, but I mean, that dude's a grown man. He's a fifth-year player. He mm-hmm. chugs some part of a beer a couple hours before game time. I don't think that mandates or requires or – Deserves an indefinite suspension and a public admonishment. What is right. that? I thought that was an overkill. I thought that was, I didn't, I didn't think that was appropriate at all. Personally,
1: yeah, and and I don't think, um, I don't think it's appropriate for for finger pointing to uh, with Lunsford being let go for for finger pointing to to circle around that player um, because that's something,
0: no. and, and people are about- doing that, and that's that's driving me nuts, like. Yeah, you say, hey, guys, we're gonna we're, we're not going to play by the top of the bus anymore. We're not going to allow that. I get that. You know, hey, guys, right. learning moment. Somebody throws you a BOU, you get them excited. You we it saw it at the out. Ryder Cup something. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, indefinite suspension for a fifth-year guy because of that. Whatever. Moving on. on. Disappointing, in my opinion. Uh, so, this search will play out in the next, say, eight weeks I suspect two, three weeks from now, we have a pretty good feel for uh, the direction this one's heading. And certainly we'll do an update pod at that point. Any last thoughts, guys, before we out here? No, I, I mean, it's, it's
1: an identity crossroads for uh, Georgia Southern, and it's uh, Binko's chance to um, make the most important hire he will have ever made at any level of his athletics career. That's the bottom line.
2: Football is a results-oriented business. If you break from the triple, you better get the right guy and you better go win. If you drink a beer on top of a moving bus pregame, you better go win the game. You have to win. I agree completely. Nothing wrong with that.
0: All right. John D. Bryce won. Zach underscore Barnett on Twitter. Guys are great. Follow us. Uh, They're incredibly knowledgeable guys. Appreciate everybody joining us. Like, share, rate, subscribe. Do all those things you do with podcasts. And uh, we certainly appreciate having you here. Have a great day, guys.